0: The opinions expressed on this webmaster radio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of Webmaster Radio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn, one show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11
1: for
2: your hosts, Mike Mike and Lori. It's Rock the World with LinkedIn with our LinkedIn rock stars, Mike O'Neill, myself, and Lori Ruff, at Lori Ruff, who's going to join us in a second. We have an absolutely amazing show because I'm the old school guy. I go back to the early days of LinkedIn, and guess what? I found someone more old school than me. Axel Schultz is going to be on the program here. He is one of the very first users of LinkedIn. He was involved in the days where they're trying to discover even if they're going to be blue or a red site. I mean, how significant is that? So we're going to talk to Axel and then uh, Lori, what do you got? You got some great tip for us today and it's probably got something to do with
3: introductions introductions exactly you know a lot of people ask us about introductions mike and and it's very confusing because first of all they think if i send an introduction to somebody and they accept does that mean we're connected no, it does not what you 've done is exchanged contact information, so you 're just sharing information so you can start a conversation, get to know each other, and then decide if you want to connect and then you would send them an invitation. But we always really recommend because people have had problems with introductions. It can be cumbersome at times um, and and you know LinkedIn used to have more levels than they do now and you could talk about that later but what happens is people will send an introduction request through for example if I want to meet Axel and you are connected to Axel I might send an introduction request to Axel through you and say Mike would you please introduce me to Axel you'll say sure I'll pass it on and then you pass it on if you know me with a nice note or hopefully with a nice note. If you don't know me, you might just pass it on like you're passing a note in class and say, Axel, I don't know Lori, but here's an introduction request I wanted to pass on in case it means business for you. Other than that, going to a three- is not recommended because you don't know who's between you. I know that I'm connected to you, but I don't know who you're connected to that's connected to Axel. If they're active on LinkedIn, if they check their box, if they're going to be open to passing on an introduction, there's so many problems and issues that can arise, and you only get a limited number at one time.
2: Yeah, I would uh, I would not use uh, use my introductions to threes. We, we are all over that in our... In our training classes. Works very well for twos though. And then, when you're getting introduced to twos, you might be given a whole lot of options. Exactly. How do I decide which one of those folks I'm going to ask to pass that note forward in class? And I'll start out by asking which of these folks here do I know first, and I'll send a little note. I, you can't do this for the volume stuff, but for the big deals or the real important ones, I'll send a little note maybe to Bob Bopre and say, Bob, do you really know Tom Smith over here? If you do, I'd like to send an introduction through to you. And he'll write back and say, yes, I know him a little. You know, On a scale of 1 to 10, I'll take some little thing. I'll send two or three of those out to try to find someone that, that plays golf with him or who knows what. Because that's the person I want to introduce me through. And if they know the left hand and they know the right hand, we're just about set for business there, aren't we?
3: exactly exactly now if you if you don't know anybody that you're actually connected to to introduce you to this person you know look at linkedin profiles of people that that you're connected to to say you know are they active on linkedin you can look at the member feed on the right hand side of their profile and see how active they are in the space if they seem to kind of get it then send them a nice note and keep in mind you're passing an open note in class so i can send them a nice note and they can read it and soak in the person I'm sending the introduction to.
2: Now, my tip on top of tip, Lori, Tip on <laughs> okay. top of the tip. If someone passes an introduction through for you, mm-hmm. that's worthy of a thank you. Is it not? Yes, it is. It sure Ooh, what is. What a great thank you. Yes, yeah, so be thinking about that. We're, so introductions are a very complex thing. You get five of them with the free account, you get 15 when you start paying, and that's a 30 minute conversation potentially. It I'm going to shrink it down to 30 more seconds. How's that? Okay. okay. An introduction is like a delivery truck with a payload in it, and while it's out delivering stuff out there, you can't use it. As soon as it delivers it or gets denied, accepted or denied, I can have it back. But while it's in use, it's, it's gone. It's, it's out there. I can't use it. I can pull it back, or I, you know, or, but it's not easy to pull an introduction back It's very deeply buried into that menu structure. So use the introductions for twos and say really nice things, and, you know, you're going to have a really good time with that. It's one of the little hidden gems of LinkedIn that we've made lots of great use of.
3: Absolutely. So today's news.
2: APIs. APIs, application programming interface this is how programs talk to one another i'll just use an example the print driver for your computer, that the, for the printer out there, is a piece of software that has an API that talks to Windows. Windows talks to the print driver, the print driver talks to the, 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 the printer. APIs allow a program to talk to LinkedIn and get information from LinkedIn and put information out there through the back end. Where people don't see it. There's no copy paste. I'm talking about, you know, IBM had a program called APPC, Advanced Program to Program Communication. This was the founder of all of that. I lived with that stuff from the early mainframe days. It's happening and get used to it, folks. There's going to be a lot more happening with APIs and in the LinkedIn space, huge because we haven't had access to that before. Now we do. Exactly.
3: Exactly. And they're also introducing the OAuth. So like you can use your Twitter account or your Facebook account to log into certain programs without sharing your password. You can also now use your LinkedIn account very frequently. For example, like the LinkedIn signal that we just recently talked about, you use your authorization, that OAuth authorization on LinkedIn to log into that. So we are ready for a break. Uh, Mike, you want to pull us into that?
2: Uh, yes we are ready for a break so let's take our little break Brasco I need some rock and roll music
0: time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you more from rock the world with LinkedIn when we return
4: If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you've found the e-com experts. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on Webmasterradio.fm
0: Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn only on
2: webmasterradio.fm. So today on our show, Lori? I get one of my heroes on the show today, Axel Schultz from Seasons here. And it, it it isn't this, it isn't that. It's something that happened a long time ago that makes this story so compelling. Axel was one of the very first people testing LinkedIn, knows one of the very founders of LinkedIn who we also know and it has some really cool stories to talk about the old days because there were no roads. This is kind of like what Back to the Future. There are no roads.
3: Exactly, but that's brilliant, Mike. You know the the Social Network movie just recently came out, and that's Hollywood's version of you know how did Facebook get started. We're talking with somebody who was really there. You're getting the real story about the beginnings of the most important social network on the planet, which I believe is LinkedIn. It makes a huge impact for business professionals so let's get started
2: let's call this the Sundance version and let's bring on our superstar Axel Axel welcome to the show I had to stand up I got so excited
1: (laughs) this is awesome thank you so much guys for inviting me yeah I, I was just you know just thinking about what it was back then I thought wow yeah come on I mean this is almost like you know seven years ago and people just thinking oh Social media starts now? Well, you know, think again. <laughs> so thanks very much for inviting me.
2: Well, and they're coming for you. They heard, they heard you were in town. They heard Axel was in town. I, I, I Axel, but you're not here. They can't find you here.
3: He's talking <laughs> about the sirens in the background. There's, as soon as he started, it, it's the sirens just started going off. Like Axel's here, yay!
2: Axel's here. They're coming. They're coming to get him because he knows all this inside stuff of what's going on in the industry. Axel, I want to know about the very first time you came in contact with Constantine, one of the founders of LinkedIn because we know we know Constantine as well. What was the very first experience you had with the man?
1: Well, this is funny. Uh the very first experience was right after we actually talked about uh working together in my company which I ran back then and uh You know, a couple couple weeks later, he said, you know, I ran into this other guy, and uh, we're actually starting a social media company. And I have to take this back. They didn't say a social media company. The term didn't even exist back then. Uh, We're starting a company who does something with uh, networking, and I think... Back then, there was no term for it. We didn't know where this go. We had just no idea. And uh, when he told me a little bit about LinkedIn, uh, I had even a hard time to pronounce it right uh, because the linked and the in was I mean, today it's LinkedIn, of course, but uh, when you write it, uh, you don't know whether it's an I or an L, and so it's LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn.
2: Hey, what, Lori, Lori and I have a, have a client in – is it Spain? In Spain. Or, Spain. Yeah, he, he, he calls LinkedIn. <laughs> we go to the link it the link it in, the link in. It's just so cute. I can I don't stop him because it's just so cute the way he says it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, imagine, imagine that. You know, does the I go capital? You were with them when they were making these kind of decisions on is the I capital.
1: Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, so, he, so he asked me, you know, to join and uh, be one of the first users because he needed people with uh, online experience. And back then, I mean, initially it was a bunch of uh, engineers who were connected uh, in in that data pool. And I looked at it and said, okay, but Constantine, well, what do I do with it? I mean, it's these are mostly engineers and developers, probably your own and their friends, and so that's not really for me. And he said, no, we need to get the Executives in, I said, "Oh, okay." So, and he asked me to invite my executive friends. He knows that, you know, I'm very well connected here in Silicon Valley, and so I started help him get these executives in friends who then came to me and said, "Okay, Axel, I mean, I." You know, I like you, but what is this? It doesn't do anything for me, and so it was very hard in the beginning because we all didn't have even a faintest idea where this could go. The only thing which drove me was there's—I have this instinct for new stuff. People call me the nose, uh, and so I thought, no, this this is this is really hot. And uh, it took a while, and so we had our business meetings, actually, in University Cafe, because there was no real office around. And Mm -hmm. so we were just hanging out, and he asked me stuff, and I asked him, I said, okay, how should I use this or that? And he said, you know, um, and he explained it to me, you know… You need to um, use this for invitation. And uh, since, you know, everybody only gets invited when, uh, um, when you're connected. So the first thing is you need to ask somebody, uh, to actually make the introduction for you. Uh, Virtual introduction was kind of a a hot topic then and and, uh, I started again going to friends of friends and said, hey, you know, would you mind introducing me to that person because I want to do business with him or her and um, it felt a little bit clumsy but after a while I realized how powerful this is. I realized that I could actually get pretty much any connection, anytime, anywhere if I only leverage the connections I have. And I was amazed, I mean, within about a year or so, I was second degree away from pretty much anybody. I mean, second degrees away from a president, second uh, degrees away from pretty much any CEO on the planet I wanted to get. I thought, this is very powerful. But back oh, okay. then, it was, it was really kind of, uh, oh, what is this? This is kind of yet another game.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, well Axel, the, you were involved when LinkedIn had four levels. Do you remember four? You had ones, twos, threes, and fours? I Actually, it
1: was even more. It was five in the very beginning.
2: Oh, wow. see, and, and I just – that will show you the difference between <laughs> what user number 85,000 – no, 8,573. Now, in the first 10,000, I'm user number 125,841. So they added 115,000 people, and they took it from, what, five down to four because I think it was fours when I got on board. Interesting thing. Years later – Years later, I had one pass through to me, and it had four and four levels on it still. An introduction that took three years.
1: <laughs> amazing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're oh, okay. not always very timely. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's
2: why why we tell people not to use introductions unless you're just going one router hop, essentially. Good with twos, not with threes, and certainly with fours, it obviously, you know, better wait a few years.
3: Right. It doesn't work anymore. (laughs) So, so, Axel, what was the, you know, everybody, you mentioned everybody wasn't really sure if they were going to make it. They didn't have any, you know, permanent facilities. They're just kind of trying to feel their way through it and figure it out. What was the fulcrum? What was the point that they really started saying, Wow, this is working, and look at how, you know where it started the real the path to success
1: yeah I think it 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 was at the point when um, i mean also back then the economy was good, people were hiring, and it was at the point where people started to look for other people uh, to hire. Uh, basically through LinkedIn and that was one thing Constantine was very excited about because um, you know hiring is difficult when you hire somebody you get a resume a resume is written by I mean in best case it's made up by yourself in the worst case it's made up by somebody else a professional uh, writer and uh, and so it's, it's very hard but now all of a sudden you have basically some sort of authenticity because other people confirm the profile and so on and it was I think it was in two. 2004, um, I was actually looking for a marketing VP and I thought, okay, Constantine, you've got to help me. I, I want this marketing VP and I want to use it through LinkedIn. I don't go even through a recruiter. And so he helped me a little bit navigating through the system. And uh, I actually found one and basically saved $3,000 of recruiting fees. And that was a pretty cool story, which even was uh, one of the top stories in Fortune magazine back then. And so they did an interview, uh, how I did this and why I did this. And, and it was very clear that recruiting and the whole, the whole area of HR will have a different face with LinkedIn.
3: Absolutely. You know, and, and when I first joined LinkedIn in 2005, I was user number three million something. So even a year after after Mike, it, it, you see the growth. And a lot of recruiters and, you know, I was in the career space and helping a lot of people with, with resumes and getting – jobs and when I saw LinkedIn I saw the brilliance of it for really not just having an online resume but something that was dynamic that was peer reviewed where you could really strut your stuff and talk about how you're brilliant and what you can do for people and also what you needed from people and help people connect. I mean when you go to a networking event and you've got five minutes to exchange business cards and find out each other's names you, you can't get into that much depth but then I can come back to your LinkedIn profile and as Mike likes to say, not leave business on the table. I can see what else you do and what you're brilliant at, and how we might be able to work together.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: So, uh, Axel, what do you think's coming down the down the road here for LinkedIn? Like, go, you, you're a very visionary guy. <laughs> Apply some of that vision. You know, give us a one, two, three year. You know, just something down here. You pick it. Uh, what are we going to see that we're not already thinking about today? Lotus—they uh, they, just—they they just announced what? Get oh, the LinkedIn Signal product that was just right. announced. That, that they're, they're, there's some there's some richness there. What? Give us something that we might not think about. Come on, get creative.
1: <laughs> you know, I think it, it, it's it's like most of the times when an industry gets really big and the social media industry is now really big, um, the, the number of innovations getting smaller and smaller. And uh, to some extent, it's because, you know, most of the things are actually created. And to some extent, it's because now we want these other 2 billion users uh, joining, which haven't joined yet, and which means, you know, we, we need to make it super super easy and not very avant-gardistic or not very complex or, or, you know, shockingly new. So I think there isn't any major, I mean, major, major new thing, uh, you know, like, like it was back in, in 2003 where we all of a sudden could network online. But what I believe which will happen is um, that that in LinkedIn, and like uh, many of the, of the other networks, uh, we will get a lot of fine tuned elements in the openness of a company and and actually Facebook is kind of the, the leader in, in, the, in that space right now with opening up more and more and more. Um, it is a parallel development to our society. And for many people, it's probably very hard to, to say, is it the openness of those systems which makes the society more open? Or is it the society which is actually have a tendency to be more open and the systems actually follow that tendency? I don't know, and I think nobody knows. I, I talked to, to a scientist, I talked to a sociologist, and it's kind of very interesting to see. And so, openness is probably the one, number one driver to more functionality. And with more openness, uh, we will need to see and watch what our society is, is ready to actually open up. So, for instance, um, today it's, it's LinkedIn where we have our contacts and then we have our business in our CRM and ERP and what have you systems. At one point, we want to connect those two. And uh, so there are APIs on LinkedIn, which are pretty powerful. And I think there will happen much more to actually merge uh, technologies that let our, our conversations flow even more freely between business and, and, and our personal lives and that blend of business and personal probably is the most significant change we will see in the next 10 years well
2: that's a great break time to take a moment here and bring Brasco on and give us that good rock and roll music out there because we've got more stuff to come from Axel Schultz
0: time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you more from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. at BruceClay.com.
4: AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia. Strong ROI made simple.
3: Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: All right, we're back and again talking with Axel Schultz who is Mike's favorite Early LinkedIn guru, <laughs> and we're having a blast talking. Well, now, we've talked a lot about LinkedIn, but Mike Axel has a life now outside of LinkedIn. Um, why don't you um, ask him about season
2: Well, season solves one of the biggest problems that the big people are having and the smaller people out on LinkedIn are going to have. And that is we've got all of these web assets. I have all of these URLs that go everywhere. I'm pounded by HTTP colon forward slash slash everywhere. It's coming out of my ears. And we actually had business cards with all of our URLs on them at one time, Axel. It's not a very pretty site.
1: <laughs> You're so right, Mike. No, it is ugly. And and that was one day uh, I, I had to print my new business cards. And I thought, you know, which of all these guys I put on? And I had this idea I want actually just one. One which points to everybody because, uh, you know, one of the networks may be a little bit you know, outdated, and I want to remove it. Uh, there is something else popping in because this is very cool. And so I would have to print new business cards all day long. And so I decided, no, I want to have one URL, which points to all the networks I am on, and which are important to me just right now. And if it's changing tomorrow, I can change that tomorrow, but the URL remains the same. Like, if you want to get in touch with me, seasoncom slash xless. Uh, my co-founder, season.com slash Marita R., one of our top users, he has now close to 200,000 visits on his season because we track the visits. Uh, season.com slash Yorgi Pergley, for instance. And so that tool was an interesting little tool to just to just do that. The interesting well- thing… Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Well,
2: our big aha moment, Axel, was was when we started looking at Facebook and going, well, I've got my Facebook profile. I've got my Facebook page. I've got my Facebook group. What do you put in for Facebook? And and what do you put in for for out, out on LinkedIn? Now we've got our LinkedIn profile, but we've got four LinkedIn groups that you can join, and you can follow our company page out there. When you start to have one little L turn into five l's and one little f turn into five f's and one little t turn into five t's you go run into season right away you go help me axel help me how does that happen i mean I, I mean how do people put multiple things from the same platform in
1: they just put it in i mean if you look at mine i have uh... probably five different LinkedIn groups in my season I have my LinkedIn profile my Facebook profile Facebook pages I mean it doesn't matter the the system is smart enough to to understand oh this is a group and this is a profile and if you have multiple profiles you have multiple profiles so there is no limitations on 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 how much uh, stuff you put in I think the most crazy guy we have is <laughs> like he has some like 100 profiles and they're all oh in season <laughs> Yeah, that's <Wow>. crazy <laughs>
3: You know, and that's, that's brilliant. Now, now Seasm and some people's names aren't always the easiest names to spell, but what I love is that you can very quickly put this not just on your business card, but on your, um, in your email signature. So, season for the, for those in our audience that haven't seen it yet is X E E S M dot com, dot com. And the, Cool thing is like if you if you have like 5 or 6 or 7 links to all your different sites in your email signature a lot of spam blockers will block that and i've had times where i was waiting for something from a client and it didn't come and then i found out they had all these links and it was just getting caught right. so with one it's it just saves you a lot of grief.
2: Yeah, Lori brings up a really good point in particular it's the Barracuda firewall out there that says if you've got four links uh, you're okay. If you've got five links, you're not. And a picture is a link and a URL is a link and an email address is a link and all. And if you don't go off that default, we find out even even one we have a we have a very important partner that we changed our signature line because we were going in the spam bucket there. And season helped.
3: Yes it did. It sure
1: yeah, did Yeah, isn't that cool? So the, the the other thing I just need to tell you real quick what was so cool about season was not so much we that having that idea I mean that was good but all of a sudden we had a couple thousand users who said well this is cool I want one of those for myself and mm-hmm. um, and then they came back and said you know wouldn't it be cool if we have this or could you do that put your taps in and we got over a thousand feedbacks from people who used it and at the end of the day and it wasn't just it was just a pet project in the beginning but at the end of the day, we actually built, you know, a real crowdsourced based company. And uh, people, the most significant request was, I don't want to only have my stuff in there. I want to have all the profiles from my friends there. And we built this thing called social address book. So imagine you have 50 friends and 50 friends have on average, let's say five uh, sites each. So you're talking about 250 sites, and you can put them in your Outlook uh, calendar or in, your, in, in all these kind of places and spaces. You actually need to have what we call the social address book. And that was a significant uh, movement forward. Uh, today, we have uh, close to 100,000 users on, on on Season. I mean, it, it is uh, compared to my LinkedIn number, 8,573. You know, that's pretty cool already, and uh, we're not even a year old now.
3: Wow, oh, that is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. I love that you are also very in tuned with listening to the space and listening to the feedback. Of course, you were able to provide feedback to LinkedIn and you saw how valuable that was. But I think a lot of companies that are not doing as well as Seesum Aren't using the crowdsourcing capabilities now it, that's available now and listening to people that are using the product to come up with new development ideas to make it even better, and um, I think that's one thing that the Twitter is also doing. They look at how the user community is using their product and they make changes accordingly. So I really applaud you for that. I'm I'm, I'm thrilled with that. And Mike, we are just about out of time. Didn't you want to ask Axel about his favorite music?
2: I wanted to hear a concert story from Axel because he is in the best city in the world for music.
1: <laughs> we are San Francisco, <laughs>
3: so I know you got a good concert story.
2: Tell me a concert story, gotta. Uh.
1: Many. Uh, the one I really, I really was excited about. That was a couple of years ago. Was uh, was um, actually not here, but in Munich, and it was uh, not even live, but it was online. But there was in the in the um, in the dome of the Munich Museum. There was a concert from uh, actually multiple concert from Queen, and they were playing on I don't know eighteen thousand channel uh, super stereo, and we had a three D dome where they projected movies up and it was Queen at its best I love Queen I mean it's one of my absolute favorite and that was so awesome
3: that's amazing that was that really is amazing. cool you know what, what you bring
2: up is the venue that you see a show at is a huge part of it. We've got Red Rocks here in Denver and everyone's asking about Red Rocks.
3: Right. We go travel and everybody's like, whoa, tell us about Red Rocks. What have you seen at Red Rocks? And <laughs> we've got some we've got some great show stories. Tom ourselves. Petty, fifth row this year. <laughs> yes, right, that was it. That was it. But hey, my, we are seriously out of time. So, Axel, people can find you at Seesum.com, X-E-E-S-M.com, and if they want to get to your profile, it's X-E-E-S-M.com, Seesum.com, forward slash Axel S, A-X-E-L-S, and so that's brilliant, and you can catch new episodes of Rock the World with LinkedIn every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, and you can find the archives of our past show on our page on webmasterradio.fm at rocktheworldradio.com, www.rocktheworldradio.com. And Mike, now people can subscribe and leave reviews on iTunes as well. So come down automatically. I'm thrilled about that. So join us again next week. We look forward to seeing you and, and having our next interview. Axel, I think you have topped the list so far.
1: All right, Laurie and Mike, thank you so much. It was a pleasure and it was very exciting. It's always exciting talking to you guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for making the show so great today. (laughs) Thank you.